Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dugout Talk. Uh, this is Ralph, and I got Al on the line. Al, how's it going? It's going pretty good, Ralph. How you doing, buddy? Doing good, all things considered, right? Yeah, no kidding, Having to stay man. home, having no sports to watch. We're just, uh, you know, having to deal with it, staying <laughs> it's safe. The, it's the never-ending, it feels like, but it's all good. We're here. Talk some yeah. baseball. Yeah, with all the all the COVID stuff going on around us, we figured, hey, let's uh, let's get together and and add some levity to the situation and talk something fun. Let's do it. Let's do it. We we, uh, we got some fun stuff we're going to talk about today, so it'll be. I'm kind of excited to be honest with you. Yeah. Yep. So, well, let's good. start off first with what what's going on in uh, in in baseball. I know that there's there's some news. What what do you think of what's happening with the uh, about the Red Sox? What, what what do you think of that? Well, the Red Sox, what they were, um, the the commissioner's report came out today, and basically they just found that one of their front office guys, one of their media guys, was um, using um, the um, Major League Baseball's um, feed. Um, live feed um, to steal signs or aiding him in steal, stealing signs. And, and, and there's no report showing that they, they, he passed it along to batters in real time, but he just would, he used it to decipher the signs. And I guess you're, that you're not supposed to be doing that, but um, nobody else, nothing else was implied. Nobody, I don't think anybody was even aware that he was doing that. And um and and there wasn't anything else like uh, similar to what happened in Houston, and so he was what I think a year he's off for a year and and um. So you don't else. think he, you don't think he was handing those thing those reports off to the players? Oh well, well, obviously he did at some point, or I don't know how, but I I don't think they I don't think they knew but, that he how he was getting them. I mean, what else is he going to do with those reports? Play fantasy baseball? Well, I think I mean, that he was, he was passing trying to do them something with in the game, but I don't think that he was doing it in real time, like like the Astros were doing it. And I don't think they knew how he was deciphering them, or what he that or that he was using the MLB's um, live feed. So, yeah. anyways, you know, and then of course, you know, everybody. I don't. Think, and again, I don't think any players really. It wasn't a big thing like the. It wasn't anything similar to what the Astros did. So the thing for me, and I, I understand that, I agree with that, but um, they had just gotten punished the year before for using the Apple Watch in the yeah. dugout, right? And basically their punishment, part of that investigation punishment was like, you better not do anything else. We, we can't, if we catch you doing one more thing and... And again, yeah, I mean, this guy doing these these uh, algorithms or whatever uh, sequences. Um, I mean, he's got to use he's going to be using them for something, and players had immunity also, the ones that testified. So I see it. I see a little more to it. I see the fact that he they weren't using it real time to banging the trash can. But if he came down before the game of a two game series and said, Hey, I think I know, I, I think I know how this catcher calls a, a fastball, a changeup uh, with this, with a man on second. And here's a sequence that he would probably use because catchers, you know, they could get lazy. Right. And there's only so many signs you can put down. 
so many, there's only so many combinations. Uh, and so, in my opinion, uh, there, there could have been something there. I, I, and I just think that the, the punishment was too light, uh, only because they had already been caught the year before. And now this comes up, it's like, hey, wait a minute. There's, there's some kind of organizational issue at the coming, you know. I agree. I agree that, the that there needs, you know what? Maybe it's just, I'm just burnt out on it. But I, I you know, but I, I do agree with you, though, that punishments like this for these kinds of things need to be stiff, man. And yeah. it's, the only, it's the only way that people are going to really just walk away from any of that stuff. And, you know, it's just if you really, I mean, either financially or I think also some draft picks or something was was taken away from them. I can't remember. But, yeah, uh, some late second rounder or something. Yeah, but but I, you know, that, that that's those kinds of things. I mean, it's you know, it's I guess too, in akin to what um, the Astros did. I mean, side by side, you know, it's like, you know, it's almost like who cares? Like what the Astros? Yeah. did, you know, I mean, that the Astros did dwarfs anything anybody's done you know so now let me ask you a question what if the astros were looking at it and say well i know the red sox are doing that i know i you know i i hear that they're giving them the signs that before the game and the sequencing so when they get on second they know what pitch is coming and you know once you're on second they, they all players know you know tap the helmet you know adjust your glove whatever right lean to the left whatever right? yeah so kind of give a sign um so who knows if the Astros were like, well, whatever. I mean, then we'll just go one more step, guys. It's no big deal. They're all doing it. I'm not justifying it, and I think both of them should have been punished. But it's just one of those. You things know, at the, like, at the end, of the, maybe, maybe it was a reaction, but it doesn't matter because you're grown. You're a grown man. You 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 know what's right, and what's wrong, and yeah. what the Astros did. To be honest with you, that's just that's heinous, man. That to me, what yeah. they is just what they did is just above and beyond. Anything anybody should be doing, you know, it's dangerous. It's it, well, there's it, it, look those reasons, all the reasons why it's wrong, have been played over and over again. The bottom line is yeah. that the Astros, you know, front whoever, you know, the player driven thing. I guess you know the whole thing was just bad, and the way the league handled it was bad. Um, the way the players, the Astros players, have handled it thus far, even now, is, is bad. You know, it's just, it's all of it. It's just, it's just an ugly thing, you know, and, you know, it it just is. And, you know, I don't know. I, I, I kind of feel like this COVID thing has made things, uh, taken the spotlight off of that, you know, and kind of taken away the thunder and the, the shock and the hurt, maybe. I don't know. But it just seems, it doesn't seem as important right now. And hopefully, you know, Hopefully, again, you know, I, I don't, I don't want, I, I just really hope people don't let them off the hook, man. I really don't because, yeah, they, they, the way they've handled it has been to me almost worse than the crime itself. The way that they have responded to the criticism, to the scrutiny, all of that is just to me is almost worse because it's so arrogant, it's so like, uh, it, it's just unreal. Uh, no remorse. It, it, it it's yeah. zero. It's they're, it, uh, they're almost defiant and resentful. Yeah. Like how dare and, you and, judge us for what we've done? You know, it's just crazy. 
But yeah. I, thought, you yeah, know, let's yeah, just it's, let's it's, just go back and win a championship, and we'll be fine. Everybody will love us. Again. Oh yeah, yeah, right. No one's gonna love you. We're gonna yeah. eat even more. <laughs> oh, you know, and, and the guys so, like Bregman, and, and the, it's talent. It's, uh, really, it's so sad because they really are a talented group of players, and and they really did, not they, not they as did talented not as they ended up. They're talented, but they the cheating made them even better, right? So yeah, exactly. And it's, yeah, it, they'll all be coming down to earth a little bit. Yeah, that's just hurtful. It's just yeah, whatever. So and, on on a lighter note, let's talk about. I know that we had mentioned uh, after our last podcast that we were going to do a little bit of a nickname talk. Yeah. So. Um, the reason I was thinking about nicknames was just, I, I know we had talked before how times have changed where, you know, now the nicknames don't come out very much unless they have that player's weekend with the, you know, the, the uniforms and, and the nicknames that they put on their back. And, you know, we had talked like, you know, back in, when you look at the seventies, eighties and big part of the nineties, you know, every team had a, a good handful of, of guys with, with cool nicknames or funny nicknames and, you know, the announcers would, would always use their nicknames and so forth. And it seems like it became kind of a lost art or they don't use that much anymore. And, you know, to be honest, you know, MLB is losing fans. We don't have a lot of new fans. You don't have a lot of uh, people that aren't, you know, already fans and bringing up their, their kids to be fans and, you know, baseball. Um, people don't just all of a sudden become a fan unless there's something like that attracts you to them. You know, uh, to me, a cool nickname would be one of those things, you know, when you have a guy. Yeah, that... It's just the marketing. You're right. Somebody, yeah. I think Trevor Bauer on his, on his, uh, on his YouTube channel, he was talking about marketing, you know, and how like, you know, of all the major sports, um, baseball does a horrible job you know, um, of marketing its athletes. Like, you know, you know, you can ask the common person on the street if they know this player and that player if they're in the NBA. And, and a lot of them can name guys like, you know, Kobe Bryant and, uh, you know, uh, Shaq. And, uh, and then even nowadays, Steph Curry and, um, you know, guys like that. And then, you know, even the football too, the same thing. But ba- baseball, you, same guy could never, you know, a lot of guys can't, can't can't um think of any ball players you know and uh our the best ball player in the world mike trout he, he's you know by most standards he's, he's kind of a boring guy you know yeah um, he's not a household name you no, know what's going not. on he's here a, he's, he, he should be the face of of the sport he's a generational player he's a model citizen and he's a one of those once in a generation players like he's going to go to the hall of fame this guy and he's going to go down as one of the greatest of this generation, if not the but people, generation. You know? I have coworkers that didn't know much about this guy until they read in the, the headlines about that contract that he got. Yeah. Seriously. That's, that's the only time he has some sort of, you know, notoriety. Notoriety. Because <laughs> other than that, it was like he's just kind of like a ho-hum. Yeah. And I'm like, man, baseball needs to use that that type of, person to to kind of be the face of mlb all right Can't so, see, I, I just don't get it how you know it's almost like saying michael jordan came onto the scene and nobody cared I, i'm sorry but you know the nba you know took the lead on making making him uh, you know i mean they were 
you know, playing Bulls games when they never did before. And, I, you know, I, I was getting to watch the guy, even though I had never even heard of it, Bulls probably. Yeah, but also he, he so, you know, the shoes and, the, you know, all kinds of things. Yeah. The guy is a global phenomenon. Back then, I mean, especially when you, you grew up with, you know, we were young men and watching his career fold out, you know, um, come to light. But, you know, that dude is just, you know. He was, he was, he was a millionaire before he stepped on the, I mean, he was a millionaire before he stepped on the court, right? And he, he, so they yeah. were ready to embrace him to be the face of the NBA at the time. Yeah. He, and when you look at amazing. baseball, they don't care about that kind of stuff, apparently, which kind of sucks. Which brings us to our subject. Yes. Okay. Come up with the well. Let's. What's your? I guess we could talk about what. What are some of your favorite nicknames? Yeah. So I have some favorites. I, I don't know that I have like a a list of this is number one and this is number two, but there's there's a there's a handful that I that I that I'm always uh, that I lean to towards, for and obviously being a Dodger fan, right. The penguin to me, that's just like so classic because it, if you see him walking or strolling back to the dug or whatever, he yes. ran like a penguin. He absolutely <laughs> walked and waddled like a penguin. Wrong thing. There was no better nickname for the guy. Oh my gosh, dude. So pronounced. <laughs> absolutely. He was the penguin. Okay, here's another, here's another Dodger the toy cannon. You know who that is? No. Who's that? That's Jimmy Wynn. Jimmy Wynn wow. was kind of played in the early 70s for the Dodgers. He was a little guy. He was listed, well, he's listed at 5'10. And um, but he had amazing power. I think he hit close hmm. to 300 home runs, you know, um, and mostly played in big ballparks. You know, back then there was it was the day of the pitcher, and and so you know, a 300 home runs during that time was pretty good. and and uh, yeah. but he was a little guy. He played played for the Dodgers for a couple for a few years, and they called him the Toy Cannon. See, now I know. <laughs> yeah, and let's see. Oh, the other one I really like. This is a good one. Is is Mike Hargrove? I don't know if you remember him. He was a he was a left handed first baseman. Played for the Texas Rangers. Played for the Cleveland Indians. He was a really good hitter. A left-handed hitter, but he um he he took so long in the batter's box, they called him the human rain delay. My card. <laughs> See, yeah, they called See, him that's the because he just took so long to to get situated in the in the in the box. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, there's some new ones that <clears throat> there's a handful that. I, kind of like but for the most part they're kind of like eh, yeah whatever kind of inside jokes to most of them right but uh like you know during the players weekend and stuff like that um you know some guys they they come up with some some really cool ones and one the one that keeps coming to mind is is rich hill to me for some reason what is the thing <laughs> rich hill his nickname you know you know what it is d uh-uh. mountain d mountain d mountain the hill. D, you know, like, like the D word. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a good one. How about, the, how know, about so. that? This was the, this is what I saw the other day. I saw this. I don't remember what it was on social media. 
this girl, she plays volley. She plays, I think, salt, volleyball or basketball. She's tall, and her dad is Randy Johnson, and she wow. calls him the unit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, the big unit. I love that nickname too. I think that's that's the big unit. The big unit. It, that <clears throat> cracks me up when I think of that. That was cool. Yeah, the big unit. <clears throat> my my. Fr- my friend Ray today reminded me of one that I had I didn't never heard. Bill Russell's nickname. Do you remember? No. See, I, I, he told me that I'm like, what the heck? I've been a Dodger fan. I don't remember this. The the uh, ropes. Ropes. Yeah, like like somebody that ropes, ropes. Russell. Huh? I guess I could see yeah. that. I could I could see that. Yeah, he says that they, you know they were calling him that from the. From the booth and stuff, I'm like, wow, I had not heard that before. But Rope. I was so focused on the penguin that I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hear much of the others. I guess I can see that. I mean, the dude hit ropes. He did. He, he, yeah. he you know. But the other yeah. guy, the, the, let's let's see, what was Garvey's? Hmm. He was Miss What Mister Con? Oh, he was something, Mister. I want to say Mister Consistency, or. Oh, I can't remember what it was. We have to look that up because he had he had a nickname. They all they had they all kind of had nicknames back then. But Steve Garvey, let's see. Oh, it doesn't say if he he. Uh, let me see. I'm, I'm checking Baseball Reference. Well, I'll tell you one of the, my one of my favorites uh, all time. I mean, you know, Babe Ruth. Babe was already his nickname, right? Part of his part of what it was called, but like he had all these other sub nicknames, I guess, right? But one of my favorites is the Sultan of SWAT. For some reason, that just has like a ring to it, you know. Oh yeah, he he. Well, he, well the the Bambino, yeah. well the Babe, you know that's the Babe. You know George Sherman Ruth is his really na- real name, and mm-hmm. you know he, yeah, the Babe has probably the best. Well, there's this the Say Hey Kid. Um, Willie Mays. There's the sp- the splendid splinter. Um, yeah. Ted Williams. There's. A hey, did Barry Bonds have a nickname? The Ryan Express. Barry did Bonds. Barry Bonds have a nickname? I don't remember him having a, ha- having a nickname. I don't. I don't remember if he did or not. Uh, at Dodger Stadium, he had. He was. He was Barry. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a nickname, absolutely, at, at at uh at Dodger Stadium. But I can't remember if he had he had anything. There's a guy. He was called. Um, there was a guy who played for the Dodgers. In fact, he was a rookie of the year for the Dodgers in the '60s. His name was Frank Howard, and he was six foot mm-hmm. seven, two hundred and fifty five pounds. He was. I, re- I recall. He was huge. What was his nickname? Frank Howard. And his nickname. He played for the Washington Senators, and they called him the Washington Monument. <laughs> the Washington Monument? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Or the, the other one was the Capital Punisher. That was the other one. <laughs> Capital Punisher. I like those. I like, I like, I kind of like when they, they have, they do stuff like that. You know, like, you're right. They gave pretty good nicknames. Maybe the sports writers were, uh, yeah. were better at that back in the day you know 
But, uh, I think that you know what you mentioned that, but I think it probably has a lot to do with it because the the beat writing part of it, it's no longer what it used to be, right? You you get a couple, a handful of guys from the from the from ESPN, from the, you know, some Fox or whatever, or CBS. That's it. Back then, there were writers from every small newspaper around the country, and they'd fly them out to see, you know, all these big games and stuff, and you know, they could have twenty, thirty people in there. And those guys talking amongst themselves, hey, there goes this, there goes the penguin, there goes the big unit, and whatever. But th- there isn't that anymore. It's a couple of the major networks and ESPN and, like I said, Fox and CBS Sports, that kind of thing. That's about it. Yeah, you're right. This, I think that really is the, the, um, that's it. That's the, that's the factor. I think the, the beat writers got close to the, to the um, players and um, you know they did that kind of stuff you know they they gave the, the like you know look at Bill Lee Spaceman you know that left handed pitcher for the Boston Red Sox they call him Spaceman they got this uh, Catfish Catfish Hunter Jim Catfish Hunter Catfish Hunter yeah Charlie Finley just gave it to him the owner of the Oakland A's just gave him because he thought he needed a nickname to be more marketable so he, he gave yeah. the name Cat, Catfish. But, you know, the, the, there was, remember Mark Fidrich, the bird? Mark Fidrich with the Detroit Tigers. Talking, yeah, yeah. Talking hey, to the what about Goose Gossage? What was his real name? Goose Gossage. Because, see, see that, there's a guy that I never knew his real name. Rich, I was just well, saying. I knew his real name was Rich. Rich Goose Gossage. Okay. That's, that's his, I just always, Richard Rich Gossage was his, was his real name. It was always Goose, right? Yeah. Oh, How yeah. he got that, I don't know. But. No, but he, he was, I mean, he was pretty intimidating. I don't know too many geese. Well, I guess geese can be intimidating, but he, he <laughs> yeah, he was Rich Rich Gossage. And yeah, he was, okay. that guy was, he was the goose, you know, but. Okay, so one, let, let's jump to this. What would you name if 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 you were a beat writer and and your nickname could stick? Well, let's 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 think of a guy. I'm thinking huh. of like Mike Trout right now. What would you name him that would be like? You know what that that nickname right there could stick off the top of your head. Wow, that's that's just that's a tough one. You're saying Mike Trout? Yeah, Mike Trout. Hmm. Remember, he plays above the wall, right? So he's he's there's got some he's got some airness to him, and he hits bombs, but then he's got a name like Trout. He's a dang on doggone fish. You know, dude. I I I don't know. I I, I don't know. I'm not that I, I'm not that creative, I guess, because I can't think of a <laughs> think of a, there 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 are some things like there's there are some people that have thrown nicknames at him, like um, the Millville. Millville Meteor. He's from Millville, yeah. Millville, Pennsylvania. Um, God's Gift. God's mm. Gift, they also call him. And Kingfish 2.0. I think he was the, he was kid, right, for his uh, Players Weekend jersey. I think he just said kid with a bunch of eyes. You know, kid. like a kid. Yeah, I, 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 that's what he put on his shirt? On his jersey? In one year. I don't I think he's changed it once. I think one year he he named something after his brother-in-law. 
Okay, somebody wrote a, an uh, article about the, about this very subject about Mike, Mike Trout nicknames, and here are the top ten yeah. that he came up with: the Millville Meteor, the Natural, hmm. the Franchise, the Phenom, the Kid, or and spelled and Kid the way he spelled it on his jersey, which was like five hmm. eyes or something. The Arc, yeah. the Archangel, Halo Man. Steelhead, Rainbow, and Cutthroat, <laughs> the War God, the Warlord, the Goat, or the War Goat. Those are the stuff. Hmm. Okay. Anyways. See, I don't know. I like the natural, to uh, be honest, I'll be honest with you. I mean, he, yeah. he's got that farm boy look, you know, and and he just he does everything. I mean, the guy's just he's a phenomenal player. We're lucky to to be seeing him play but, here in LA, you know, it really is a, a kind of a cool thing. Yeah, but I, I like the two, but I think I'd like I'd like some sort of fish no no more in there, like either that or yeah. You know, but I think he already he, he's used like kingfish or something like that. Yeah, kingfish two point I've I've seen. I don't know. I like I like yeah. I said. I it's it's you know I'm not clever enough to think of anything that's. Would be how about you? you? You like, but you what? What? What would you think? I I keep thinking of, of all the things that he that he does. He impresses me with every aspect of his of his talent. But I a couple times he's climbed a doggone wall where like he's at his it's at at his waist to to steal home runs from people. So like you call him the wall wall climber? What with the yeah something to that effect? You know, you know. Something, yeah, wall climber or, or uh, cl- yeah, like mountain climbers, right? You know, something to that because he, he's just up there, man. He plays, he plays at a high level in center field, and yeah, I, mean, I don't know, you know, like I he's said, a highlight reel up there. These uh, these guys who you know, whoever used to come up with nicknames, these beat writers back in the day, and they're much more clever, I guess, with because. These top ten, well, they were decent. I like the natural though. But I just like that, but that, that's just him or the franchise. But uh, yeah, that, those are those are indicative. Those are, I mean, he's pretty important to the game. So like, those are big. Those are big nicknames. But I don't know. It's an interesting thing, you know. And and like you're right. I mean, the marketing aspect of it is just, you know. I remember I used to when I was a kid. I used to get these these mostly they were Nike posters. And they were like, they would have, they would do these posters of these, of certain players and they would, uh, they would be in their settings. Like there was George Gervin, um, who was a basketball player for the San Antonio Spurs. They called him the Iceman. And he was sitting with two basketballs on a throne of ice. And Hmm. um, then there was a Dr. J and he was in a, you know, operating room. You know, it was that kind of thing. So they're all themed posters, you know. And I thought mm-hmm. that was really cool. You know, back in the days, so I used to have all those posters all over my room. Dale Murphy, Bo Jackson. Yeah, you, you have to have the Bo Jackson one, right? Bo nose, Bo nose. I had. Where he's wearing had, the the pads and the bat. Yes, they had that. And um, and then I had like uh, I can't remember. I had Dale Murphy. I was a big Dale Murphy fan. Um, but I, that was, what was his nickname later. I mean, but it wasn't really when I was growing up. Did, but he did he have a nickname? 
I'm going to look it up right now to see if he did. I'm sure he did. He he was, yeah, I'm sure he had a nickname. Let's see his nickname. I don't know. I guess it don't. It doesn't say. It didn't say that he does. Damn. I know. It's kind of weird because. Stale Dale. I don't know. He was kind of... <laughs> Stale Dale. <laughs> or Pale Dale. Pale Dale. <laughs> yeah, he, he, you know. He's one of my favorite players. I think he should be in the Hall of Fame. But that brings me to that. Yeah. The other question, you know, one of our old former, one of my former players. I think he did. He play ever play for you? I wonder. Um, I don't remember much about him. I was in Frankie Ramos. He's a um, kid named Frankie Ramos. I think he did. Heck of a ball player. I think he did a little bit. But uh, yeah. a great ball player. Um, and uh, he he on his uh, social media put up for him and his friends the, the question of what are your who are your five favorite ball players who are your five favorite not who do you think is the best but who are the, your five time all time baseball players and I, I'm going to tell you I they, this would fluctuate from day to day and I'm going to tell you off the top of my head what mine are and it may even differ from a little bit from the from the, the the players I told Frankie were my favorite, but okay. I'll, I'll, let's just go one by one, okay? And and I'll tell you my first one. My first number one guy who will be on every list every single time is Roberto Clemente. Period. Roberto Clemente. He, he's he's your number one. Absolutely, ten days, seven days a week. Uh, 365 days a year, every single day. That's my man, Roberto okay. Clemente. Period. Right. That's my guy. All right. Okay, yours. Wow, got to start with number one, right? Well, no, you can. Okay, that doesn't have any specific order. I just chose to tell you my guy that's ever going to be on on list every single time. So, so one guy that is would be on my list every single time. And it's it must be because when I started watching baseball, he was he was winning World Series with the Yankees. Is Reggie Jackson? Wow, that's a good one though, Reggie. Yeah. Huh. Just I, I was in awe of that guy. I I didn't, and I could see I can understand. I mean, you know, the dude yeah. was freaking. It was bigger than life. I mean, everything he did was bigger yeah. than life. I mean, he was the man. Plus he. He did play for us. So clutch. Yeah, I mean. So clutch in the World Series. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> even his strikeouts, so though. Remember when he struck out against Bob Welch? I mean, even his strikeouts were epic, you know? Oh, yeah. That yeah. swing? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I just like his swag. I like his swag. I always like, if you ever get to see footage of him um, talking, talking big time smack to his his teammates and everything and off camera, he would on camera, he'd be very eloquent and everything, you know, and, and then off camera there's, I've seen footage of him just talking smack. Just he, that dude was, that dude was full of man. He, he was a confident dude. Reggie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he's, he's one of my top five. All right. Well, it's my second one. I'm trying to think. Off the top of my head, my second one would be, you know, I'm going to have to go with Manny Moda, okay? Hmm. 
Manny Moda. Yeah. All right. And 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 I love that guy is my all-time favorite Dodger. Number one. He is my all-time favorite Dodger. I know his stats were hmm. huge, lifetime, like big numbers or anything like that. But the dude could flat out put the bat on the ball. He was a hitter. And line drives mm-hmm. to the to the to the alleys every single time. Greatest pitch pitch hitter in history. And just clutch, man. And I think he could have played until he was 70 and gotten base hits. <laughs> the dude was just my favorite. And I kind of feel like he I remember me and my brother used to feel like he looked like my dad. He had a face like my dad, you know, and, <laughs> and has a face like my dad. And we just kind of, I don't know, he just seemed, I don't know. I just, I loved him. Ever since I was a little kid, wow. I loved that guy. So, Manny Moda. Wow. Cool, cool. Yeah. So, my next guy on my list is Junior Griffey. Oh. Uh, just that guy from the time he started playing, he, he just, like, you know, he just played effortlessly, but like impact player. Just everything he did, he was like a five-tool guy, but just like and the sweetest swing probably in ever in baseball. So that's that's that guy's always my top five, I think. Right on. Okay, I'm gonna say yeah. uh, Clayton Kershaw. I love hmm. Clayton Kershaw. I I I I just think he's great. I think he's great. I, think he's a good guy he's a good person you know and um i think he's just been a great ball player for us and i I love i love how he plays the game you know i just i love how intense he is and you know i just think he's one of the best he could he could he could crack my top my top five probably yeah yeah but but in order to Mm -hmm. vary it up i'll change it up a little bit i'll I'll go with oral hershiser okay just you know that same bulldog mentality. Yeah, he he, he, he didn't throw a hundred, but it was just all willpower, man. And he found a way to get you out. Yeah. You know, yeah, that thinking fastball. And, yeah, he was he that guy. He he was he was money. He was just money yeah. when he was on. He was money. All right. Um, I kind of want to go. You're, you're at number four. I want to go a different route. I'm going to go um, kind of our time. Our time. And I'm, I'm going to surprise you with this one, I think. Thurman Munson. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I liked him. I, I, I really, you know, when I remember when I was a kid, I just loved, I loved, I, first of all, I loved his baseball cards. His baseball cards were always really kind of cool. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I remember collecting them when I was a kid and, I just loved. There was always an action. I always liked the action, but you know, and he always seemed to have an, a really good action card. And he made the All Star team every year, so you'd see that little All Star on his card, which I loved. And I just liked the way he played. He was just a tough dude. He was the captain of the Yankees. The guy could hit. He was a great fielder. I think he won the Gold Glove, maybe one or two years. But he could he would could flat out hit. He was a, hit above three hundred. Mm-hmm. I think for his career, shortened career, you know, I remember, I remember when he passed away and died in that plane accident and uh, I was really sad and bummed out. You know, he, I wasn't a big fan of the Yankees cause they beat us a couple times in the world series, <laughs> but I, I did love Thurman Munson. 
Plus, he used to go at it with with Reggie. He used to stand up to Reggie, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. You know, he was kind of you know like he wasn't a no non it's a no nonsense kind of dude. And he had I mm-hmm. like that battle that also that rivalry that he had with Carlton Fisk too, because they were the two top catchers in the American League at the time. And so yeah, yeah. I, Thurman Munson. Cool, cool. Okay, so my number four, I'm gonna have to go with Fernando Valenzuela. Ooh. That's a good one. Yeah, that's I, a good one. He he just he had an impact in my life because like my family uh, hated the Yankees because we had lost to them quite a bit, and then he comes on in '81 and we win, and it's like all right, it's all all bets are off. Everybody all all in on Fernando and the Dodgers. So that that really uh, you know enlightened up the enlightened the imagination and and. The, you know, the love for the Dodgers. And it wasn't just, oh, my, I love Fernando, but it was like, oh, the whole overall Dodger, you know, fandom yeah. that kicked in with him because of him. So, Okay. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Okay, my fifth and final is Dale Murphy. I mentioned him before, but I love I love Dale, Dale Murphy. I, first of all, I, I think he should, it's a crime that he's not in the, in the in the Hall of Fame, he's a two-time MVP, seven-time All-Star, five-time Gold Glove, four-time Silver Slugger. I mean, come on, what else do you have to do to get into the Hall of Fame? You know, it's just ridiculous. But he he, he um to me, he was just a good guy. I I know people who know him, who met him, and they say that a, a better than as good of a player as he was. He's even a better person, you know. And your dog obviously agrees with me. So, I yeah, I, he's he wants in on some of this conversation. He I does. think he's every every. He's got him. a dog in this fight. He's got a dog. In the, <laughs> see, and I understand dog, and he's saying yes. Dale Murphy's the man. <laughs> yeah, he 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 just was. He was. He was a complete player, and you know, in his in his in during his there was like a seven year stretch from seventy eight till about. Uh, 88, about 10 year stretch where he was 70, seven out of 10 years, he was an all star and he led the league in home runs. He led the league twice in RBIs. You know, he was MVP during that time. Golden, like I said, Golden Glove winner for five years in a row. You know, that's, that's, you know, he was the best player during those times, the best player in the major leagues, you know, arguably. And I, yeah. I have no idea why he's not. A, it just baffles me. But anyway, yeah, that's my fifth. Yours? So let's see, my fifth, and and this is going to sound really crazy because this is before he became a San Francisco Giant. So I, I want to make sure that that's full disclosure. Okay. Back when he was in the, with the Pirates. Oh no! I really, I know. What? <laughs> I'm ashamed oh, to say man. it. I really like Barry Bond. And this is when he used to wear those wristbands that said, don't do drugs. Oh, he used man. to wear wristbands, say no to drugs. <sighs> but but that's what I'm saying. After he he switched to the Giants, all bets are off. I mean, any any player that goes to the Giants, I, I hate. I don't care what. If, if, if Fernando would have ended up with the Giants, I, I could not have mentioned him right now. Ralph. Top five, Ralph, so. dude. Ralph. What? I what? thought I knew you all these years, dude. How long have we known each other, bro? <laughs> See wow. what I'm saying? This is just 
But see, that's why I had to make sure it was like it was during his time in Pittsburgh. All right. So when pre, he was pre, when he pre, still pre SF, he was your guy. Yeah, and pre roids, and he was pre, like I said, he was wearing the, the 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 wristbands that said "Say No to Drugs." Seriously, <sighs> he used to wear those. You know, they had the little face of themselves, and then underneath they had a little like a little logo and it would say literally said say no to drugs and you know what though i um, let me tell you why i didn't like him I, I saw this uh i saw this one time i remember seeing this footage of him and jim leland when they were we was with the pirates and jim leland just airing him out just airing him out because he was complaining and was fussing and you know just whatever he was complaining about stuff and at, 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 it was a spring training practice or whatever as a workout mm-hmm. and he was bonds was complaining and just acting like a prima donna that he is because let me tell you something okay i get the steroids the steroids one thing the giants is another thing but you're you're a dick you're just a dick okay then whether whether <laughs> or not steroids comes into play or you're a giant that, that just adds to it i'm profoundly you know especially the giants part of it but he is a dick. He is a dick from the get go. Yeah. He is a dick. As, and, he was a dick as a pirate. He was a dick as a as a as a. It was a bigger dick when it was a as a giant, and he was in a bigger dick as a coach with the Marlins. The guy is just a dick. Period. And like the way he handled like the steroid thing, and the way he's handled the press and everything like that, it just it, he shows yeah, his colors. No, no. He shows who he is. Absolutely. And his dad, I'm Absolutely. a big fan of his dad. I like his dad. You know, Bobby Bonds, who was Bobby, a yeah. great player in and of itself. He was a he was a great player with the with the with the Giants and with the with the with the with the New York Yankees. John, John Bobby was was good, but yeah. um, I don't know. I'm but I get it. I, yeah, no. I understand what you're saying. He, I I would never put him on my overall list. I'm just saying like. If if I had to like cut out a piece of his career during that time, and again I wasn't watching Pirates games every day, right? So, and uh, you know I, I wasn't reading the paper as much. I just kind of like you know see the highlights uh, of stuff, and I'm like, oh man, that guy's good. But yeah, I mean everything you said about him I, I, now is is 100% true. I would never, I would never, uh, <laughs> you know emulate the guy in any way form or fashion so yeah well i think that's a good list anyway good list. and you know what mine changes like like i i didn't name on the one that i on the list that i gave to uh that i gave to um to to frankie i did not say manny moda i said somebody else. Hmm. i can't remember i think i said i want to say koufax maybe i had in there hmm. i love koufax too by the way. Yeah. But, See, I mean, I, there's a bunch of honorable mentions for me. Like, if I had to really, like, sit down and think about it, if this wasn't, like, impromptu, you know, you got Tony Gwynn, who I liked a lot. You mentioned Steve Garvey earlier. I liked him a ton. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, th- those kinds of names, you know. So, uh, in a pinch, I would probably, like, you know, sit down and uh, really evaluate the list and stuff. And Bonds would definitely not not be in that list. Yeah, you know so anyway all right well listen this is good man it's good to get, it's good. Good to get back fun. on here again and, and talk and and do our thing we'll have to pick it yes, up sir. again and we'll think of a good subject 
to talk about yeah. next next time. But I like doing these lists too. Plus, it gets other people when people listen to it, it gets them thinking about their what their list is and and stuff like that. And, it, and I think there's a feature if you all of you anybody listening has Anchor. I think there's a feature where if you wanted to leave a voice ma- message, you could you can do that um, and leave us your top five. But um, yeah, there you go. I think that's a good thing and stuff. And I think too, I you know, yeah, we'll just we'll think of some things. And I know um, we we might have Matt back on here for his top five or whatever. Those are interesting and and stuff. And it's been interesting to talk to him and and get his spin on things and stuff. He's he's actually I don't know if you heard in the podcast where he talked about facing Fernando. And uh, he ate Fernando up. He ate him for lunch. <laughs> but he, you know, he, he admits that Matt admits, admits that he faced him when he was on, on his downhill, you know, on downhill side of his career. Oh, so yeah. he didn't have that fastball, you know. He had, right. had the zip to his fastball. But and he was just one of those pitchers, like Matt said, that there, there's a certain pitcher sometimes that 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 fit to the, your style of hitting, you know. And Fernando fit to Matt's style of hitting. And so he, mm. he lit him up pretty good, but, um, oh, but yeah, but you know, Fernando's a special player, man. I, I would, I would, I would have to find him on my list some, maybe another day, but he, yeah, he was, yeah. he was great. He was amazing. Amazing. Yeah. It was so much fun to, yep. during that time was so crazy and fun to watch him. You know, it was just yeah. his whole story, everything and the way Vin, Vin Scully would, you know, talk about him. It was just phenomenal during that time. It was very cool. Yeah. All right. All right, man. It was good talking to you. Sounds good. Then uh, we'll get back at this again soon. Right on. Let's do it. All right. This is Dugout Stay Safe. This is Al and Ralph signing off. And we'll talk to you guys next week. All right, you guys. All right. (laughs) 